0: It's time to break down the week number four waiver wire ads. Who are the best players to grab walking into week four? Who can win you a league? Is there even a league winner left on the waiver wire? Could it be Khalil Herbert, Alexander Madison, or are all these guys taken already? And you need a deeper uh, list of players. Hey, Smitty, all these guys are taken. I need a deeper list of players. We've got all of that and more. The Fantasy Football Show, it begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host Smitty. Take a lap. All right we take it to the week four waiver wire pool of players to talk about. As always on the left side of the screen you will see my confidence scale which is not my ranking. My ranking will be over here. These are the top five ads for week number four. We'll kind of Put them in order. Usually, there's two or three guys like in each spot because there are a lot of ties, a lot of close calls. But on this side of the screen, I have my confidence scale, which I typically take the number one or the number two or the number three guy and kind of give you a ranking of my confidence level of them being the best pickup of the year. And I'll tell you what: the the deeper we go into week number five, six, seven, the less likely we're going to find a, a, a league winner. But it truly can happen at any moment. It could be week ten that we get the the nine and a half out of ten confidence level of being the best pickup of the year but I think so far we do have a couple guys that rank higher than anybody else on the year so this week will provide us probably the two highest ranks so far this year on the confidence scale and let's kick it off with number one. We could talk about Khalil Herbert being our league winner, and he's going to be on this scale. That we're going to rank him really high. But there's one player that has a guaranteed workload in week number four and week number five, making Jamal Williams the number one ad for week number four by far because he's starting week number. Four and week number five. The Lions have a week six bye, and then and then DeAndre Swift should be back in week seven. For those that don't know, DeAndre Swift has a shoulder injury and he's expected to sit out week four and week five, making Jamal Williams the de facto starter for two weeks and then the bye week. And then Swift again maybe comes back in week number seven. Now, does that mean that Khalil Herbert is a lesser player or lesser value or have a lesser rank on the confidence scale? Not necessarily. While I do put Jamal number one. And I do rank Jamal, I would say about nine out of 10 on the confidence scale of being the pickup and ad of the year. Khalil Herbert is ranked at the same mark on the confidence scale. Nine out of 10 for being the best pickup of the year. So ultimately, these guys kind of tie for the number one spot with Khalil Herbert being the the more attractive later play. Jamal Williams starts week four and week five. Khalil Herbert might play the starter role in week four. We'll find out later. Monty's day-to-day with the ankle and knee, but we already kind of felt like Khalil Herbert was gonna take his job over eventually. And even if Monty does play week four, he's probably gonna be limited. Khalil Herbert could arguably be the number one pickup of the week on this ranking over here for even immediate use week four he could do just as well as Jamal Williams even if Monty plays but he ultimately has maybe even a touch higher ranking on the confidence scale for being the league winner for being the best pickup of the year I put him at 9.1 so maybe Jamal Williams is a 9 because Swift's coming back so how can Khalil Herbert not rank ahead of him if he could take Monty's job and be the league winning running back that sits on people's benches that comes in and helps you finish out the year as your monster flex option go forward so khalil herbert surprisingly shockingly ranks higher on the confidence scale we'll call it 9.1 to jamal williams 9.0 because of the limitations of swift coming back but for immediate use you know jamal's getting all the work in week number one or a majority of it and khalil herbert's workload in week four is a little up in the air but we confidently feel on the year he's the better pickup but on the week maybe slight disadvantage in workload but still probably getting fed a lot again, I truly believe that if Monty comes back in week number four, they're going to use Khalil a lot. They're going to use Khalil similar to how the Dallas Cowboys are using Pollard and Zeke Elliott and and maybe Khalil Herbert more. Herbert has three touchdowns on the year. He's averaging 7.3 yards per carry. He has one 100 yard game, four receptions for 14 yards, and he's averaging about 80 yards per game on the ground. That is a very very good uh, game log for a guy that's not the starter. He's the better running back too. And in week number three he ran the ball 20 times for 157 yards, 7.9 yards per carry and two rushing touchdowns. He was an absolute monster on Sunday. And if anybody had him in the lineup because he did have that good, you know, flex appeal, if you had an injury or you're really struggling at your running back two or flex spot. A lot of people started him, not a majority of people that owned him, but a lot of people did plug him into their lineup out of desperation in hopes that they got a rushing touchdown from a guy sharing carries because he was taking workload from Monty. It was not a shock that he got work, but when Monty went down, the guy went off. Two TDs, 157 on the ground. This is not some fill-in, he trips and falls into some numbers. This is a monster right here. He was on our Moon Men list for a reason all off-season long. We sent this guy to the moon to the moon countless times i can't even remember how many times we hit that button sending this man to the moon to the moon that's why, honestly, he should be owned in most formats because we've been pumping this guy up all off-season long. He's a league winner. He's a league winner. Khalil Herbert, more than Jamal Williams, is a league winner. It just comes down to what do you need? Are you a Swift owner? You have to go after Jamal. Do you need week four and week five production because you're 0-3 or 1-2? and two? You have to maybe consider going after Jamal to get that production that's going to help you get back into the playoff hunt. But if you feel like, okay, I'm 1-2 and two and I really have a really good team or I'm 2-1, and one, or especially if you're 3-0, Khalil Herbert might be the smarter play on waivers if available. So these two guys rank neck and neck for number one overall for the top waiver wire grab for week number four. Now, these two guys might not be available in every league, kind of like Bob said earlier. But Smitty, these guys aren't available in my league, like I said earlier. And that's why we've got a lot of other names on the list, but this guy also probably won't be available in a lot of leagues. He's available in enough leagues that I have to talk about it. So Chris Olave you honestly could put him at like the eight eight and a half for being the best pickup of the year because if you need a wide receiver this dude's your guy he had something like 340 plus air yards in week number two which is absolutely crazy and a lot of it has to do with winston and he's tied to winston if winston goes down i don't know what his value is going to be i still love him a lot but i don't think he can maintain right into the same value he's currently holding right now but Winston's in the lineup right now winston's not out of the game and until winston's out of there we've got to assume that, that Chris Olave is going to continue to just be fed. And it's all missiles downfield. That's why the air yardage stats are so high. Winston, like normal, is just chucking balls downfield. And this guy's catching big plays. He's the big play guy in New Orleans. There's no other big play guy. It's not Mike Thomas. It's not anybody else. The big play guy is Chris Olave, And Winston's going to keep chucking balls downfield constantly. And he's going to be the benefactor. Chris Olave can kind of win you a league. I think Khalil Herbert's the biggest league winner on the entire list, and he's kind of been all year. We got Rashad White and Alexander Madison to talk about. They still both have league-winning potential, and Rashad White and Khalil Herbert have kind of rotated being the the top moon man deep waiver wire stash. The guys that a lot of people keep cutting because they're like, how do I hold them? They're not doing anything yet, Smitty, not being patient, and a lot of people cut Khalil Herbert a week or two ago, letting him go because they're expecting everything right now, and Rashad White's been the victim of being added and dropped and people going, Smitty, nothing's happened and um, I thought this guy was supposed to do something. Wrong. Rashad White's in waiting. He's a sleeping giant. He's not going to do anything until you wake him up. So like Khalil Herbert, people are giving up on, on White. But back to my point, is not going to necessarily win you a league. He's going to assist you in winning a league, maybe. Herbert can win you a league. Jamal could if Swift got worse it was out the entire year, but he's going to help you maintain. Rashad White can win a league. Alexander Madison can win a league. Brian Robinson can win a league. And of the rest here... I would say maybe Pacheco could win a league. It's all a waiting game. We don't know when the starters are going down. We didn't know when Monty was going to go down. We don't know if Fournette's ever going to go down. The value is in when the starter goes down for some of these guys, and you got to be patient. is clearly number three. For right now, Madison... Is going to be number four. And as you can tell, I'm kind of tying Jamal and Herbert at number one. I'm kind of putting Alave, Alexander Madison, and Rashad White in the number two spot in that ranking, in that order. Rashad White still has a potential to be nine or nine and a half or maybe even higher if he gets into the lineup. Alexander Madison's about a eight and a half to nine if he, you know, at his current value right now because you have Dalvin Cook with a shoulder injury repeatedly tearing that ball out of the socket because you have a labrum like a seal that holds the ball in the socket. He's tore that multiple times. Who knows how mangled his labrum is, especially in the same shoulder, the right shoulder. And he's going to wear a flak jacket and try and play. And his risk of re-injury is through the roof. And just because you have that jacket on, yeah, it might help keep that ball in the socket, but you could have so much pain and re-injury just because you're holding it in there doesn't mean you're not causing all kinds of damage to the labrum which will cause him long-term damage. So at some point, if he goes out there and gets hit really hard, even with the jacket on or dislocates the other shoulder, he's have problems with both of them. But if he goes out there and tears that shoulder up, even in the jacket, he'll probably be done for the year. So Alexander Madison has a whole lot of, of Sleeping Giant value, along with maybe even good usage that might mirror the way they use Herbert and Monty because they want to keep Cook healthy as long as they can. But if Cook goes down, Alexander Madison becomes the top pickup of the year probably and goes to a 9.5 or maybe even a 10 overall. White, same thing. If Fournette went down Who's struggling with a hamstring injury looked really mediocre in week number three. If if Fournette went down, this guy could go to ten overall. If Monty gets ruled out for the year, ten overall. These guys all have the potential to be ten overall. Uh, Alave like nine, nine and a half, because he's in a he's in a different position to help win a league. He's great. He's an amazing wide receiver three. Could play like a wide receiver two. These guys are a bit different in terms of if they get into the lineup, they're they're league winning. They're number ten out of ten on the confidence scale. Brian Robinson's probably the last guy on this list that has that league winning potential to be nine or 10 out of 10 on the confidence scale. And we're going to put him right here. He looks good. He's back doing drills. He's everybody's feel good story right now. Everybody wants to see Brian Robinson succeed. So if he's available for whatever weird reason, you need to go get him, grab him. I don't care if you have an IR spot or not. He can't be available in very many leagues at all that have IR spots because smart crafty owners would have grabbed him and put him on IR. But if you can't store a player on IR in your league, then He might be available in that format and he's worth grabbing and holding. He's coming back real soon and he's got league winning potential and nine to ten potential uh, value on the confidence scale if he gets into that starting job and doesn't let it go. Ranking the rest of these guys is kind of hard. I mean, Romeo Dobbs, I'd probably put like right here. Jalen Warren, he's kind of like a sleeping giant as well, but hard to really value until something happens to Najee Harris. But Najee's got that foot. Pacheco's got league winning potential if Clyde goes down. George Pickens looks really good if you need a wide receiver. Matt Collins, this guy looked really good. He didn't just have good stats at the end of the day. He looked really good uh, on, uh, on Sunday. Hard to know what his role is going to be. Same with McKenzie. Grab him if you need a wide receiver. He seems to be available in an uncomfortable amount of leagues. And Joku, if you need a tight end. Osborne, if you need a wide receiver. The, the rest of these guys are, are kind of hit and miss. Malik Willis, again, if you're in a super flex league, you need to make sure he might be one of the top ads of the week if he's uh, if you're in a super flex league. His time could come, um, I, I believe he will get a, a shot at some point. Traylon Burks needs to be grabbed. You could probably put Burks more around uh, this range down here. Parker, if you need a wide receiver, Russell Gage, if you need a wide receiver, Noah Brown keeps getting targets. If you need a wide receiver, Goff, you could probably put uh, maybe. Uh, one of the top options after you get through this like top five area likely people might cut him i think he's still a good grab algier keep an eye on him still jordan mason it it seems like he's not gonna get a shot right now but just wait he could still get a crack zay jones you could put zay jones even like up here dorch you could put him higher than this conklin you could put him anywhere on this list that's really the the top ads for week number four using the confidence scale we got to work through all these guys and talk about how close they are to touching league winning potential now go put your claims in and per usual i can't give you a dollar figure as to what to drop on on these guys because only you know that that value i could tell you 20% when your league could could be one of those leagues where you have to drop $100 out of 100 to get anybody i've got leagues where you have to literally drop $100 out of 100 to get any player and by week five everybody's out of money but by week five nobody's left to grab so you can't like hold your money back and play that game you got to play the game everybody else is playing or you won't get anybody in other leagues everyone's really conservative so i can't tell you a dollar figure nobody should be giving you a dollar figure no analyst a show should be giving you an actual dollar figure because only you know using the historical data in your league the trending of the waiver wire fab droppage oh. i'm live monday through friday every single monday through friday 7 p.m eastern and i go live whenever news breaks that means if a, a player gets traded or a big name player is out for the year due to injury knock on wood i'll be live i literally walk in the studio fired up ziggy studio on And I go live. The schedule to the show is in the banner image of the YouTube channel. And get on over to my TheFantasyFootballShow.com. Get my lifetime membership text advice, one-on-one on-demand text advice, trade calculators, rankings, bold predictions. And get on over to Underdog Fantasy. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit if you use promo code SMITTY or the link in the description. Look, you can start over. Your fantasy season isn't over yet. Let's say you, you feel like it is. You feel like I've got a lot of injuries, Smitty. What do I do? Start over. There's a fantasy contest called Resurrection. It's a best ball draft. It's week six through 17. That means you start over right now using all the information you have right now. So go draft a new team for week six on only on Underdog using promo code Smitty or use the link in the description and start over. Have some more skin in the game in case things do go badly. But don't give up because your boy Smitty is here for you to help you get back into the mix. So I'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.